There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Girl, girl. Thank you, Silence the Voice, here in the morning sickness. I just got an email from a friend of mine who's living. He makes a living uh, going to, uh, to secondhand stores and buying stuff and then reselling it on the Internet. Cleans it up, makes sure it works. You know, little hidden gems, the treasure hunts. It's been a TV thing. And he says, uh, one major rule of doing anything used is never buy anything that is also absorbent. <laughs> like so he's out on a lot of furniture, yeah. anything yeah. with, uh, you know, cushions. And He says, uh, Goodwills are great. As of late, the West Valley's been very fruitful to my eBay store. But never ever buy anything absorbent at a store that's well. That that, that includes clothes. Yeah, I can, yeah. I went yeah. to. I, yeah, I can't buy. I couldn't wear someone else's pants. No, I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine, Reggie, got some. Uh, he had pants that uh, didn't fit him, and he's like, "Man, I got these these jeans that don't fit." And he goes, "He's like a size thirty one waist." And he said, and these are like 30, they're the biggest pants ever. And he goes, they might fit you. So I was like, all right. So I tried them on. I didn't know that he had worn them before and then shrunk out of them until I looked and I saw that there's like a mark for where your wallet goes. And Reggie's my black friend. So then there's this, also this lot of room in the crotch area that wasn't, I was dancing around and they're a little heavy. And I'm like, well, this thing's all stretched out in two spots. I don't like this at all. And they're way too big. Thin right. wallet, huge crotch. <laughs> yeah, <it> was, <laughs> his wallet made a mark. But I think it—I think the only reason the wallet made a mark is because the front of his pants were being pushed to great, so the back was being sucked up against him, and it couldn't possibly be anything else. Yeah. Uh, so the, the and then other people are saying they they have their garage sale rules. Just be warned, garage sales are like you said. It's a lot of times it's the junk people don't want. You can maybe you may, uh, did you ever do the Halloween uh, Goodwill get up? Uh, I went in for one once. I've done that a couple of times. And the only thing I remember walking out from that was hilarious because I was looking for something specific and I couldn't find it, but I was right by where they're the intake and they have that curtain. There's no wall. There's a curtain. And I heard a guy going, oh, this person is disgusting as he's going through all the the clothes they just dropped (laughs) off and he's just putting them in a trash thing. Oh, this is disgusting. I think I still have it. I haven't put it on in the – but I found one thing. I was in there one day. This is years ago, but it was a powder blue leisure leisure suit that. That's where you find right it. into him. Like I gotta have that, right? And you know what that came from, right? Dead man, dead guy. Yeah, yeah. it's dead guy clothes, and I like dead guy clothes. I'm, I'm honoring still him. Dead guy clothes, because somebody's got it. Something's got to happen to your clothes. I don't know what's going to happen to all my dad's cowboy hats and things like that, but I don't want them. Dead guy I'm like, clothes. imagine yeah. how many cars he sold in that sweet ride. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a goodwill of nothing but taxidermied heads. When when uh, my dad decides to say, it's all yours. I'm like, Ugh. a lot of this stuff is going somewhere else. <laughs> Don't threaten me. All like this that, harder. Dad. And that's what your life ends up being is the, just a bunch of stuff. Just, you know, yeah.
Here's your taxidermy heads. Nobody wants so we'll just give it some. And it ends up in some lodge, in some bar some dude's got. My dad's killed some moose, and now its life is a joke in a fraternity house. My dad was able to spin most of his over about a 20-year period. You got to cash out. It takes out. a little, yeah. uh, you know, the heads as far right. as, the, yeah. And evidently you can sell those for a pretty good deal. All some you, you do, can. Most of them look, he's in Texas. So he can go to any of the colleges nearby. He's in a heavy Go area. down to any Greek them. street and go, guys, a couple hundred bucks, you pull it together, you got yourself an antelope, you got all this stuff. And he's got all of them. Javelina, the Spanish Ibex thing is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Some college kids will buy that off of them. But I don't know. It's Texas. They probably already have that in they stock got at the Goodwills yeah. there. So yeah, I mean, the Goodwills are just that. <laughs> We got 14 mule deer, and what you're trying to sell for $100? That's you got to clean that up. Yeah. It's all dusty and cobwebbed. I'll take that Spanish Ibex, though. That thing's impressive. It's from Mordor. I'll, I'll take that grouse coming out of the bush. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's a very. I don't know what to do with any of that crap. But yeah, so that's the rule. First rule of secondhand shopping nothing absorbent. And then also. Evidently, if you're going to get a glowworm, you got to unzip it and make sure that the drug trafficking is not going through that. Now, uh, shouldn't all the Goodwills just go through all the toys and make Check sure the that filling. it's a ring? This isn't the only time that's happened. Some kid right now is playing with something they got at Goodwill and has never unzipped it or cracked it open, and there's just tons of cocaine in it. Whatever one that, that store that it came from, great diversion. <laughs> Start running it through the other store. <laughs> right, right, you got to go through the other got Goodwill. An opening. High, yeah, high speed through the other savers. Well, some guy on the phone just called. I don't know how true this is. I didn't look into it, but he said that most stuff that gets donated to to like Goodwill and stuff goes to a distribution place on like Fifty First Avenue or something, and then they decide which stores it goes oh. to. So I I don't know if that's true or not, oh, but yeah. that's, that's what he was saying. Yeah, when you drop it off, you see it goes in that. That's huge what I thought, but and they yeah, but put it I right did, in there. I did but, hear them separating what was going to get moved to wherever. And in all honesty, I've been in a Goodwill before, and I've looked for my own stuff. It's never there. I've never because I, I I've done that one time where I gave a bunch of things and I'm like, what happens to it? How much are they asking? Because the surprising thing is, is the KUPD stuff that I've worn. Yeah, and then give it. It was free. It's free to everybody, but they charge for it. Like it's like a buck to buy a KUPD shirt. When we can get them here for nothing. Uh, and I never, I've never seen one of the things I've dropped off, not once. Which means my stuff's just flying off the shelves. That's what I told myself. <laughs> like everything I bring in here is amazing, high end. Garage sales. Are you? Have you ever had one? It was years ago. But you years would, ago. would you do it again? Absolutely not. Yeah. My my ex wanted We've to do that. Twice. No, I'm like no. I go get rid of it. Well, yep. we can make what seventeen dollars. I'll right. give you seventeen dollars. <laughs> right. Not to deal with these cretins coming over to my house. The hell with it. Yeah, when the guy so worth it. twenty five cents and he's yeah. like, "Will you take fifteen? Yeah, I put it. I throw it in the can. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. yeah, you had yours. You had one, right? Yeah, I was. I I sat through one. There's been two. Yeah, but it was at your at your home. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I just, it's just not allowed. It was, um, there were four houses partaking. Yeah. So it was like someone put it out there. They no. go, let's do it on the weekend and everyone get their stuff out there. You had a, a bazaar. Yeah. You, <laughs> it was I, a marketplace. Bazaar. Look, first off, don't like any neighbors enough to join forces. Nope. Because all you're doing is inviting the dregs of society over to take a look at your house and lay of the land yeah. and things you've got. No way. And they always walk through the garage and find something that's not for sale. Go, huh? Like, that's not for Get out of here. First off, get out. We had a How guy, much for the gold bars? Yeah, we had a dude uh, at my garage sale when I sold my sister's toys walk right into the house through the garage. 
What? Oh, yeah. He thought the whole place was up for sale. just because that was like estate sales. So he thought this is one of those. Oh, okay. So he walks right in. people try to lure more people yeah. in there when right. they say estate sales. Right. And it goes inside. Yeah. So you feel like you're getting extra. Comes out with Dan's deer mule. Yeah. Uh, well, I would have taken the mule deer. <laughs> you can have this whole room. It's just the creepy killer room, the Norman Bates room my dad had in the house. You know, this beautiful home, lovely, everything, nice place. And then this weird Norman Bates room upstairs, one of the spare bedrooms that he turned into this odd cabin in the middle of Mesa, just wood walls and animal heads and like a duck. Like he had a, a, a wainscoting duck wallpaper that went through the center of it. Oh, you got your pictures of A little of border? This. No, a little mid-border? Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it was like a border. And then yeah. he had a, 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 a crown molding. And it had little stamped ducks on the crown molding. I'm like, what is going on in this mini Cabela's you built up here? And every time you go up there, there was the smell of gun oil. Two guns were laying on the table. He had a couch, a tiny little TV, and and he would always watch something theme-appropriate in there, like a Marlon Perkins show or something outdoorsy, and he'd clean guns. So every time you went up there, there was a couple of things, cleaning uh, supplies, torn old underwear, because that's what he used to wash his guns. He'd take his used old underpants. So the old fruit of balloons? Yeah, and he'd tie it to that stick and drive it through. But it was just these old, dirty underpants just laying around his room. And he'd go through. My dad got so excited when his underwear was so skidded out it couldn't be used for anything (laughs) ever again. And he'd clean his T-shirts. He'd tearing up your shirts. There was no goodwill. Your shirts went to my dad's death cabin up up upstairs for gun cleaning. It was the weirdest room I've ever seen. I should do one and have uh, you guys put in security uniforms with a couple of 12s on the side. And this one side say garage sale, prices are firm. <laughs> but you've got the armed guards watching like yeah. there's valuables. Yeah. Yeah. Trespassers and violators will be shot on site. I have no issue with that. Uh, last night I missed it because I was watching The Good Doctor and, frankly, not enough Good Doctor in last night's episode. I tried. I know, but I you're, tried to. You're you're not involved in the proper way. Yet. Right, you got to get two or three episodes in when you realize this is great. Last night's had a couple of good laughs. They had another mental on early. She needed an organ. They they go through, and it's the most liberal show ever. They actually lied to a patient to convince her to give up her kidney, so this little mental girl could get a a new organ. Because they basically said she's rich and has choices. She's hoarding her organs, which we should all do, by the way. <laughs> But I don't care what uh, socioeconomic uh, way of life you have. Hoard your organs at all times. Be very, very, very uh, strict with who gets your organs. But the one lady's like, I'm not giving mine to someone. Like, so they made up a story about the dude that was supposed to get the organ, and he was uh, uh, a prisoner, and they, he had killed someone. And they made up a story on that. He did it with self-defense. He got railroaded into the jail system, and they talked this lady into sucking out one of her major organs so they could do this four-way swap to get this girl one that matched. And then when the doctors left, they're like, you told that story. She's like, it's, she can't do that. If, if, if that little lie saves another person's life, it was worth it. And then they're all like, yeah. I'm like, no. You you basically are no different than the stories I hear when some hooker takes your kidney and stuffs you in an ice tub in Vegas. It's the same thing, you bastards. You've, you get the feel that it's like uh... – Working in the back in the kitchen, the restaurant at the operating table, like oh, they drop organs all the time on the floor. <laughs> right. I'll just pick it up, rub right. it off, and put it back. It in. was a crazy episode too, because these are doctors; these are people of great success, and all they do is worry about 
like rich people having too much. Uh, one thing. It's I, every episode. I told you, that's the nicest hospital I've seen in a long it's time. It's in San Jose. I mean, it is a beautiful yeah. place. But I wonder if, you know, that Very girl. Diverse. I was wondering, the, the mentally challenged girl yeah, in the in opening the scene. Yeah. I was like, wow, they're really making authentic as far as her eyes and needing a kidney. Right. They, no. Her eyes are so bloodshot. And they're like, we need you to be a little more jaundiced or something because, no, you know, it's she not just, filtering. I'm like, I think they're, they're she putting was, stuff in her eyes. Then, she was mentally retarded. I wonder if she was harmed during the filming of this. Nope. There's a thing at the end that said none, none of that happened. I'm, None of think the challenges were harmed. You think that they dro- they did drops in her eyes? I they might have. I think they were spreading detergent in her eyes. She was inauthentic. Could... So you, you didn't like how bloodshot yeah. the mentally challenged girl's eyes were. You want a cleaner-eyed, mentally challenged person. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> what a dick. Well, no. She wasn't pretty enough, I Brett. wasn't, but I was, it wasn't that. No, it I just thought like the part that they were making, because she needed this area, they wanted to make her look... Like, yeah, that's that's what movies and TV do. So I'm worried about how, what they did to make her <laughs> eyes so much. Makeup. <laughs> what do you think they throw detergent in yes. a retarded person's eyes? <laughs> like a eyes, lab mouse. But a, but a person who's not mentally challenged, they just put makeup on them. But the lab mouse, they throw a little bleach in her yeah. eyes. She's going to look the part. Can't hurt her anymore. She's used to disappointment. <laughs> Very strong. <laughs> yeah, just don't get within uh, crap throwing range. I don't know what you're saying. Oh, no, she was good. She wasn't actually. She was a terrible actress. Horrible. Delivered every line worse than the last. Like it was. Oh, Even the sad lines had a bad. smile. Oh, they were all bad. But uh, yeah, the whole show was bad. But I tried. I you know I wanted to get into the love triangle more, but it got silly. Last night's episode got very silly. But the sandwiches made me laugh. I did get three solid laughs in. Like the show's good for a in couple. In the computer of- room. Oh, I got one or two in. He brings his girlfriend the yeah. sandwiches. I started. Laughing. Okay, so the, that's the other thing that the it. Girl is I put that two and two together. Yeah, that's his. That's lady. his lady. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. That's his love. I miss having sex with you. He says to her on the phone all the time. And she oh, that goes, one I would like. And she goes, "Oh, you miss me? No, no, no. On the computer, we see each other and talk all the time. The only thing different is physical contact, and I miss it. And we have sex, and we have sex a lot. I'm like, ugh." See, that wasn't on yesterday's episode. No. That's, that was, that's where you get hooked. Yeah. No, when he starts just coming a, on to people. A feud of you just interrupting my yeah. work. Right. Sandwiches. Um, yeah, he didn't really have uh he didn't have a lot going on last night, the good doctor, but it was pretty solid. Anyway, it was it was an episode I was uh, very upset. But I watched The Bachelor and then The Good Doctor on Monday. And then the Suns game was on too, so I was flipping over back and the Suns killed Portland. Uh but evidently I missed and I normally watch this show, the Pat Sajak drama. Now, again, people are mad at Pat Sajak, and it sounds like for all the wrong reasons. Listen to this. This is on social media. Uh, evidently, Pat made somebody mad and says uh, on uh, Instagram and Twitter and stuff, did anyone else notice Pat Sajak just made fun of a contestant's lisp on Wheel of Fortune? Thanks a lot, Pat, for making fun of people with speech impediments, you arrogant, overpaid dick. Quit now. Maybe if you grew up with a speech impediment, you'd understand. So, uh, you have it, Brett? Yeah, yeah. This is all Pat did last It didn't night. sound that bad. It's not that bad. It's a, a tough thing, too, because uh, technology yeah. and sometimes people are not open to new ideas. You'd be ideas. surprised how, how open they are. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. So, that's just a myth. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. I see. Uh, <laughs> Surprised viewers took to Twitter. So, uh, that, I, was, I had to listen to it again. And what I'm were like, they talking where, about, though? I don't even know. His, but were they had talking list. about the... Right, yeah, the so guy. they were talking about the impediment? Yeah, so basically they said that Pat was uh, was mocking him. Because he said, I see. Right. Because they're talking about speech issues. Yeah. I see. It's a myth. I see. 
And so everybody's ah, ha, ha. Now everybody's canceling Pat Sajak. We've gotten to that point now. Lighten up. It's just a yeah. Quit being so uptight. Yeah. So, okay, it was a joke that missed. Big deal. Oh well. But Pat Sajak, you overpaid jerk. He's been at this job for forty years. And you're gonna like it all boils down to him making one joke you didn't like, and now he's now there's pressure to fire Pat Sajak from the Wheel of Fortune. If that makes your day bad, you're looking for stuff to be upset about. If you can't get through a Wheel of Fortune without being politically uh, like political incorrectness doesn't attack you, or it's it's the guy that he's talking to who he needs to say. Sorry about that. If I I offended you, you laughed at it. Yeah, but bottom line is, if you're upset. At any moments of this very vanilla and very safe wheel of fortune, you shouldn't. You're such a tender little flower. You should never have your television on. Because, good God, man, he can make fun of speech impediments. By the way, you're allowed to. He didn't do anything bad. He just made a little joke about the game. I'm, I'm, yeah, I see. It's hilarious in a way that it was like it wasn't like it was a gay guy or anything. He was making like a wrist thing at him. And that's and it, even if you caught it. Right. I mean, Brady didn't catch it at first. I had to listen to it twice. Right. Well, I was uh, wondering what they were talking about. <laughs> I caught the, uh, the the part of it, and it was so quick. Yeah. And I think that there was a lot of the beginning that you didn't hear. Well, bottom right, line. kind of been laughing. Beyond that, it doesn't matter. Right. Because the, the, the basis of it is if you're watching Wheel of Fortune and you get offended, and if Pat Sajak is in our crosshairs to cancel, Nobody stands a chance. Now, what if yeah. he would have gone? Uh, it wasn't the lisp, but it was uh, stuttering. And he goes, "I get, get it." <laughs> well, I what if laughed, he would have done that? If, they're, if you're talking about stuttering, right? They were both talking about. Okay, he's a stutterer, but it, it doesn't even matter. It is for me if I've, you're talking about it. And Pat's way out is to go. Okay, I, 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 I see. And then you move on. And and the guy's like, "I get it." We were talking about but stuttering. When you go, Whoa. no, because if you're talking about it. It's an open topic. Yeah. Now, if Pat goes, uh, hi, we have uh, Dave from Carlsbad here, and Dave goes, Pat, and he goes, do, 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 do what? Yeah. Then he's being an asshole. Now you got Now you're not talking about stuttering, but if the guy's like, I work with children with speech impediments, and stuttering needs to be more mainstream, and Pat goes, oh, I agree, and they're like, ah, that's great. You guys were talking about stuttering, and Pat got involved. But if somebody just started to stutter... And Pat and goes, do, 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 Adam, then yeah. And but then Vanna flips a letter, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She flips it and flips it back. I'll take a P. Well, there's three on the board, but there's 60 when you say it. There's no extra points for your stutter. Yeah. I'll take A. Oh, you got to buy, though. Idiot. Next. I wonder what would happen because you remember years ago, uh, Vanna White was actually in, in – was it Penthouse or was Playboy. it Playboy? Yeah. yeah. I wonder what would happen nowadays if that happened. Oh, God. She's like 70. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean the old pictures coming out now. Her oh. ARP numbers would go through the roof. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> if those pictures came out of her today, <laughs> the cancel Vanna for sure if she has the gall to show that rusted shut cable box. I don't want to see that thing. Hey, you're talking about uh, Dolly Parton doing it. That's different. <laughs> We've seen Vanna in her prime. We never got to see Dolly. She never showed him. I like to thaw the puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> Fuffer and fuckatash. Yeah, so they want to can't. But if again, if we're canceling Pat Sajak, if we're in the day and age where Pat Sajak is too harsh for TV, too much for people to take, not a soul stands a chance because that is the most palatable human being 
in all of America for years and years, the, the least offensive person you could ever imagine as the host of Wheel of Fortune. So if he made a, a misstep, speaking of speech impediments, and he gives the lisp, come on. Sure. Yeah, and th- these were pictures. Vanna White, uh, Brett's pulled them up on our yeah. TV. The pictures of her were from uh, before Wheel of Fortune. Right. But that's what I'm saying. If it would come out now, you know, like the pictures Mm. of her back then, I mean, would there be a big thing about it? No, I don't. You know what? Nudity's different. Playboy would get sued. I wonder if uh, Wheel of Fortune would have an issue, but I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah. It's not really nude. Ass up Vanna is not bad. I remember uh, because my friend had a huge crush on Vanna White back in when that show was going in the 80s. And those things came out and he brought it to school oh the really yeah, in his backpack and, and all sat at recess and looked at that and even then i kind of remember yeah kind of wanted more because we were in the uh, day and age of music videos so these were 1970s pictures yeah and the music videos were much tighter yeah, little date yeah, little, yeah, they, yeah, and yeah, 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 snake yeah. videos not even that far we were oh. in we were into like you know like a virgin and things oh, like yeah. that where you're like okay i know what's pretty and hot and the new girls in Playboy, which I've kind of seen every once in a while, this looks like old photos. They they look kind of, uh, I don't know. Yeah, they look dated, I guess. So Vanna's pictures, but then looking at him again as an older gentleman, not mm-hmm. so bad. <laughs> I still don't want to see Vanna naked now. You know you start feeling old when you're looking through Playboy and you actually look at the profile and they're younger than you. Oh. Or they, they, they were born the year you graduated. You're like, son of a bitch. That's my, uh, my, my friend's dad said that. He goes, the day you realize you're old is when the playmate uh, was born. At a time you remember, it's true. Yeah, yeah and he's like, and he's, that's when you know because we were like, it was nineteen ninety seven, and we're pulling playboys out, and the girls were born in like eighty. They're all like twenty one, twenty three. And he goes, you, and he said something. He's like, you remember that? I'm like, oh my god, this girl's eighteen years it's old. I, do, I remember like Reagan was elected that year, and that was the 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 you know the Iranian hostages. And I'm like, oh, this is part of my life now. And now you look, I don't even know when a playmate would be born. Now she'd be at 2000, 1999. ninety. 99. 90, that's yeah, 30. 99. That, that's an over worst playboy ever. <laughs> Got some 30-year-old chicken here. Why are we looking at this? Did I lose a bet? Yeah, but the uh, yeah, they were very young. But yeah, the playboy. So yeah, I don't understand that though. You can't cancel Pat Sajak. That's you can't do it. We tried to get Ellen earlier for being mean to her staff. Now Pat Sajak makes one little lisp joke. Fire that overpaid arrogant dick. <laughs> <laughs> you can't feel that way about Pat Sajak. You can't. You're upset about everything if that if Pat Sajak's pay. And by the way, Pat Sajak's earned that money. He's like 35 years in on Wheel of Fortune. You may not think it's a hard job, but you try to make Wheel of Fortune kind of flow for a long period of time. Plus, you're dealing with three people who want to play Wheel of Fortune all the time. You're bored off your ass and you still smile and nod. You deserve the money. Plus, it's the biggest show on TV. You know, The Jeopardy? money that they're paying them, bottom line is... They get it. They're not doing it because they, they aren't making money on that it. That show and Jeopardy paid. run back-to-back in almost every major market. And if you were to put it up against any other show on TV, it's the number one, it's number one in syndication outside of Judge Judy. That's massive. Nine million a night. Watch Jeopardy. Nine million people. That's all the late night talk shows combined get to about eight. All of them come in. Kimmel, uh, Colbert, and, all, and um, that's one, one Wheel of Fortune. Huge money. And it's Wheel of Fortune Jeopardy. Nine million watch Jeopardy. And that's after Alex died. And it's had dips and stuff, but not bad. I mean, you look at the numbers that they pull. They, that's national numbers. 
The advertising rates are huge for that. It's gigantic. He makes a good living. Pat but if you, does if you well. Realize, like, if you said, okay, you work for a company, and the company, what you're paid on, they make thirty times more than what you're paid. Yeah. So put that equation in with Pat. He's paid this month. The company's yeah. making thirty times more. Does that make it right? Plus, they oh, sell. Oh no, that. he's he's way, making way too and much. If he's money. smart. He's got a piece of everything Wheel of Fortune because the slot machines and all the trademark stuff that they use for that. Please, I don't want to hear it. Pat Sajak's earned that money. We, we're way too worried about being in other people's pockets. Pat Sajak's an overpaid, arrogant dick. Okay, he's had a job for 40 years that you would have done also if you had any talent for 40 years, if you could keep a job. You can't be mad at Pat Sajak for being rich off a wheel of fortune. We'd have all done it. Now, if someone puts together a montage of through the years, all the people with lisps that yeah. he's made fun of. Super star. Now you got something. Don't say that because I'm sure there's some <laughs> dick doing yeah, that right now in his basement. Absolutely. His basement. Yep. Hi, superstar. Hey, hey, Pat, it's, it's been a rough life for me. I've got a speech impediment. I noticed. <laughs> and then the next question is, uh, are you married? Like, what are you, some sort of homo? <laughs> That's what people are going to take it as. You can't. If you're, look, honestly, if you're mad at Pat Sajak about anything in your life, to where you actually take to a keyboard and start telling people about it, and he didn't kill anyone or say something like uh, "I effed your mom" during Wheel of Fortune. All you had to do was turn the channel. That's, <laughs> That's it. True. All you had to do was turn the channel. Well, I just won't watch Wheel of Fortune anymore. There's absolutely no reason to have a campaign to go get Pat Sajak. Bullied it, yeah, on the air. Yeah, I, it, I don't want to hear it. If if our if our nation is so flower petal soft that you can't make a joke that just falls flat with people and then move on. If Wheel of Fortune is, is too hot for TV now because it's just so controversial, we don't stand a chance. There's no chance. I don't, then, God forbid, you end up at the Circle K when people fight at the gas pumps because that happened the other day when I was there. Two dudes. I don't know what they were fighting over. A lisp. But uh, maybe, maybe one guy made fun of the other guy's lisp. But uh, I heard uh, something about a, a man's mother's, uh, well, it was her vagina, but they used a very, very gross term for it. And I said something about it. I don't know what they're saying. I thought it was, Lose yeah. Your, Lose Brady, yourself to dance. Yeah. Lose yourself to dance. We're in the Vegas casino uh, lobby, and that's on. And Brady goes, what are they saying? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. And we listened for a second, and I think we spent the whole weekend going, Lose yourself to dance. <laughs> I think that's what Lose yourself to dance. Right? It, yeah. it made sense because you're in Vegas, and if you're right. losing. Oh, yeah. And we all had tougher coaches because we all knew that if we lost the game, that's what happened to us. All right, you guys know it, and I know it. Loser sucks the – so we're going to get out there and we're going to play to win. Twelve Grammy nominations. They won six of them. They were great. They were. Ninth, formed in 1993. Well, that stuff – The stuff they did with The weekend, Yeah, uh, uh, Starboy. Star and, and all that. That's yeah. outstanding. And then uh, the stuff they did with, uh, with Pharrell. With, well, I mean, that was and Nile Rodgers, too. Nile Rodgers. I mean, that was – yeah. And Paul Williams. Oh, man. Who was uh, from Smokey and the Bandit. A lot of people forget <laughs> about that. Little Enos? Yeah, Little Enos was uh, the producer of the whole thing, which is crazy. But somebody they were around ought, forever. Somebody ought to kick your ass <laughs> just once. <laughs> just once. <laughs> Little Enos and Big Enos. <laughs> and that's who Daft Punk's producer. And wrote Get Lucky when he was like 74 years old. <laughs> Little Enos did. But, uh, well, that's, that's shocking. I didn't know that. I don't know why that's getting to me the way it is. I like Daft Punk. They yeah. were, I just I always thought robots could get along forever. 
Turns out that's not the case. Billboard pointed out that uh, Daft Punk isn't the first band whose final album won Album of the Year. Would their last album won Album of the Year? Was yeah. that their last album? That was album? the one with Get Lucky yeah. and yeah. Lose Yourself it. to the D. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Loser <laughs> Sucks the D's. So the other... If you sing it that way, it's the it's a better song. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Lose Yourself to the D. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I know, on, come it's on. so prominent when you hear like the first time I I listened to it just the other oh, day. It's great. And, and trying flight, to sing along. On the impossible. flight home it came on. Yeah. And I couldn't believe how much that come on, come on, come on. Come you don't on, really hear on, it that much on, when come it's on, in the Yeah, it's just not and you try to sing along in your car and you're doing robot sounds, it's great. Well, they'll be missed. But not like Steel Dragon. We all die. I haven't heard this. In a long time. That's why it's yeah. kind of jumped out at me. I'm like, yeah. you know. Who let's, suggested let's this? Uh, who was it? Oh, let's boy. Uh, it's Steel Dragon from the Rockstar movie soundtrack. Oh, my. Uh, it's We All Die Young. I, I, I don't remember if this is terrible or not. I think terrible might apply, but we'll see. Uh, it's your wake-up song from one of you jackasses that threw it out there and made us want to hear it. It's- you were right, man. We should do this thing. 